Hello, Solar Travelers. Welcome back to episode six of the Solar Traveler podcast. This episode is about using solar travel or solar experiences as a safe space for yourself to explore some really icky emotions. Uh, and maybe not just icky emotions, maybe some amazing, liberating emotions. Um, but we're going to talk about how to do that in a way that uh, you can you can be intentional. Um, so, as you know, the Solar Traveler is a place for the sedentary nomad and adventurera in all of us to share tips and stories about safe, joyful solar travel. And a quick announcement, you can follow me on Instagram and get updates on new episodes, um, as well as find out when my new website, The Solar Traveler, is live. And it's coming very soon. I just got the wireframes and uh, it's looking very good. Uh, you'll find city guides there, podcast transcripts, hopefully in various languages, and partner offers eventually. Um, so recently I went back to the movie theater for the first time in about five years. Um, I had <laughs> decided after living in Paris and going to the Cinematheque there every weekend that if I was watching a film anywhere else, I may as well not have been watching a film. That was my pretentious uh, French film snob approach <laughs> because for me, film and popcorn don't mix, or at least that's what I thought until this weekend. Um, so I decided I wasn't going to get the true cinematic experience uh, anywhere outside of France's biggest homage to cinema. Um, and they have some very strict rules, like you can't go to the bathroom uh, during a four-hour movie until the intermission. Like, there's no gummy bears, there's no popcorn, there's no noise. Like, if you sneeze, you feel bad. So I was coming from that and and I had kind of had a weird weekend. I realized that a lot of people around me are going through things. It's a, it's an uncomfortable timing. And I mean, humans are always going through something uncomfortable, realistically. Um, but I think that the, the war that's happening in Ukraine uh, really brought things to the forefront, the reality of how quickly we can slip into a tyrannical uh, landscape if we're not careful and whether you know it or not just hearing about those kinds of things it gets into your subconscious um, and that with the fact that now you've had people who have been inside for two years and and dealing with solitude is just kind of a bad a bad uh, combination and a lot of extra stress going on um, and I think for me, at least, the best way I've found to deal with anxiety of others is, and not let it be mine, or at least accept that I have it, is either through solar travel um, or other ways of sol finding solitude. So I woke up in the morning on Sunday, I booked a flight um, to the beach nearby, um, was just going to get out of town for a few days. And then I, I had kind of this moment where I realized this isn't one of those sola moments. This is a sola moment where I don't need to go somewhere necessarily, but I need to have a sola experience um, and find a safe place for myself. And that doesn't 
always mean travel. Um, may, it may even mean exactly what I did, which was go to a, a movie alone. And that can just be practice for a solo trip, or it can really be your solo safe space. Um, you'd be amazed how many people won't go to a movie alone or the park alone. Um, even if they like it, my, my Uber driver on the way back from the movie was very open with me and told me he, he likes going to the movies alone, but he just doesn't do it. And he looks at other people and he thinks, wow, how are they you know, able to just go and go for a walk alone? And he's like, I can't do it. Um, the reality is that you, you're not, <laughs> you don't have to do anything. That's the beauty. If it's not what your soul is asking for, then it's not what you need. What's nice to know, though, is if you do find these safe spaces for solitude, you'll always have them available to you. And I think going to the movie theater for as long as I remember has been that place. So I went to see this great movie, got my ticket, uh, sat down, and just kind of felt like, oh, this is so jolly. Um, it's a, it was a very, a much more intense movie than I thought it was going to be. Um, it's an Amodovar Parallel Mothers. I really recommend it. But um, as I'm sitting there, I'm looking, there's no one around me. It was uh, just like a Sunday, like 2 p.m. So not a lot of people. And the movie was... Uh, enthralling but it wasn't it wasn't distracting me from what I was feeling and I don't know what happened in the movie I didn't even think it was something in the movie that triggered me but just kind of looking around knowing I was alone I just started crying I just let go and started crying um, and I realized there was no one around me who could see me. Everyone, in theory, is focusing on the screen. And it just feels so safe to be able to do that, you know? I mean, I don't know about a lot of people. I think we think women are more emotional. And I don't know if that's true or not, if we're comparing to men or whomever. But sometimes we don't want to show our emotions. I think there's more pressure not to show our emotions in, in so many cases. We have a lot of people who depend on us um, professionally, in a family setting, in a relationship, our friends, and you don't always want to bring that to them because everyone's got their own thing. So I realized for me what a gift it was to have that space to be alone. And I started thinking about the other spaces that I had found in, in life that weren't necessarily like booking flights, you know? Um, just going on a long drive alone, that's another place where you find the solitude you need to be alone with your thoughts um, and get things out, putting on a song that maybe intentionally triggers you. Um, or if you're, you know, a fan of like antiquing or some sort of hobby like that, even reading for a lot of people in a cafe. Those are really good things to start you out uh, getting comfortable with the solitude that you will definitely find um, as a solo traveler. 
And the great thing is once you've got over the humps of doing those little things, um, you'll, you'll kind of know what to expect from yourself. You know, you'll know what your triggers are and you'll also know how to be a little more forgiving, I think. So we're almost like expecting we're going to be tough on a trip, but that's very unlikely. I've definitely said it before. But the safe space is a really interesting environment to think about what that means as a human being. You know, if, if you're empathetic at all, and to a degree we're all tribal, we, we need other people. And at some point, other people can get in our heads. I was saying that earlier in the episode, right now is a very intense time. Uh, there's a lot of people around us who need us. And then you also have to accommodate for that by finding your, your space. So um, some of the trips that I've done that have been the most sort of, uh, I want to say blinding because the, the solitude is blinding. The, the landscape is stark. Maybe it's more stark than blinding. Um, and some of the road trips that I've done through Spain have been really phenomenal in that sense because if you drive either north or south um, from Madrid to the north you go through this beautiful landscape called La Rioja to get to you know where Barcelona is or San Sebastián um, and that whole landscape is just green and you really start to feel like wow I'm so little in this big world. And that, that punch of insignificance, um, I think is super important for all of us because every day we feel like we're very important in the world where we live, our little space, our little community, our, our family, our, our jobs. Um, and then when you go out there alone, there's something different, I think, about going into a landscape like that alone compared to going into it with someone else is that you realize your own insignificance and then you decide what to do about it. So it's not that having that feeling insignificant is going to be necessarily a bad thing as long as you can set an intention uh, beforehand about how you're going to manage that insignificance. Because I don't know if a lot of people have thought about it necessarily but what many of us faced um, in the beginning of the pandemic with quarantine and being isolated and then the thought of isolation in the future and the disease be or the virus being connected by to isolation are really these existential questions of you know humans um, are tribal we're separated from our tribes for the most part already in the modern world we live in and now there's this extra dynamic that's going to make us uh, even more isolated from others physically as well so existential crises I think are in a large part um, contributors to the the mental health crisis that's happening right now um, because people have not understood in the past that those worlds that they created those communities they thought they had online, those are great, but they're not enough 
to have a human being feel comfortable being alone and being un, un, uh, unsettled with their own existence. You know, so long story long, our daily lives can be a distraction from the reality that we are insignificant. And those moments when you're alone out in, uh, in those long drives, um, or even maybe in the theater, when no one's looking at you, no one cares, no one knows you, it's dark, you're not the center of attention for a change. Um, I think those can be very isolating. And then, like I said, what you do with them count as, count significantly. So I, I think knowing that is really good. And when I say setting an intention for it, I'm always aware of the fear that I have um, before I travel or when when I think about all the mistakes I've made in my past travels and maybe even just in my life in the past, I tried to look at each trip with at least a hypothesis of what I'm trying to accomplish for myself. So it makes it feel more guided and not like I'm throwing myself into the deep end for the sake of it and let's just see what happens. Um, Something I did recently when I moved to a new country, actually, or, you know, put down. Yeah, it was like it was a few years ago, but started to put, think about putting down roots somewhere new. And I was it was easy for me to book the flight. But as the trip started uh, creeping up, I remember I was very, very anxious, very much thinking like, what's going to happen? I've made so many mistakes before in my life when I moved to Argentina, I ended up leaving in a, a, a wheelchair because I was in a car crash. When I moved to Paris, I ended up um, divorcing at the end of my journey. Uh, same with Los Angeles, or I guess we, we, had, we divorced in Los Angeles, but we met in Paris. Um, so all those kinds of memories start to just creep up on you. All those times where you were brave and you took a chance and then it didn't go the way you thought it was going to go. And I suppose the intention setting for a solo journey or even like a solo outing um, is really, really important. And um, I heard today that my little cousin is going on a trip to Hawaii for the first time alone and he was feeling a little nervous, um, you know, what's going to happen, like, what can I do? Those are great, great feelings because they imply humanity, that you don't believe you're the center of the world, that you know that things can happen, and that you need to create a safe space in your own head if things do get a little real, right? And those safe spaces, you can create those, you know, I'm a huge fan of yoga, uh, through meditation, through writing. And the reason those things work is because you kind of see that the fears you have, I mean, sometimes there are real things that happen, but 80% of the fears you have are ego-based, logic-based, and not necessarily what your heart and intuition are telling you. And so I think it's really important to recognize the significance of undertaking anything new and uncomfortable alone and 
most importantly, realizing that on the other side, um, what you will gather are some really unique tools uh, that will help you recognize and reckon with um, the fact that you don't have all the answers, that you're not always supposed to. And even when you go to the workplace, you know, those things become very essential. Those tools become very essential because at work we can become very overwhelmed with other people's thoughts, their opinions. Um, and when you learn that you're not significant and you can take a step back and find an internal safe space, processing everyone else's input, emotions, thoughts, their challenges, their, um, their outcomes, their goals, their personal shit, basically, is a lot easier. Because you know, just like when you're on that open road, uh, you will encounter some discomfort and you will have to maybe even pull over sometimes, you know? Um, I've definitely had that happen where I've been driving in the desert and all of a sudden just something in the the vastness of, of the desert or the vastness of, of the nature around me uh, triggered me and I felt so alone, uh, so but so in, in a very deep way, and not just like a, I'm physically alone right now, just a very real, deep, human way. And I had to pull over and, and take a breather and process everything. I think if you think you're not going to have to take those breathers, you're setting yourself up for even more pressure because you will have to take those breathers. They are essential to almost plan them out um, and I think we try and do that in our days. And more and more lately, I see that we need to be doing that in our weeks. We need to be planning those sola safe space excursions uh, in our weeks. For me, Wednesday is my day. Um, I don't see anyone. I try and not respond to text messages that aren't essential. Um, I limit my meetings. And... I try and give myself just like the space to do whatever I need to do. So that's, again, just knowing I need Wednesdays is something I learn from when I need travel. So this week I didn't travel. I didn't take a flight somewhere. But I used all of the tools that I have in my, in my toolbox um, to help me find that same feeling that I know is a feeling and not necessarily always an experience going somewhere. And I truly hope that anyone who's listening to this, who's feeling uh, the discomfort of um, what's happening around you knows that you are allowed to take space for yourself. You are allowed to take a sola moment and those who cannot understand it may have some of their own issues to deal with in terms of uh, solitude and feeling comfortable being alone. And that's not on you. It's just that they will be shocked sometimes by your impulse to go against the very human nature of communing. 
um, you will show them that maybe they're not as independent as they thought they are. Or maybe they are so dependent on the circle around them just for company that their whole structure could disappear if, if they make a mistake. And that's a lot of pressure. So just know, whatever you do, even if it's just an hour or two in a movie theater, you're giving yourself some really great tools to deal with all the things that come up in our lives um, as women, as men, as human beings, as friends, as lovers. Don't take it for granted. Set your intentions. And remember, you always have a community with the Sola Traveler to share those experiences with.